You're now listening to Empty Opinions with Eladi Polanco. Hey, whoa, hey, whoa, ooh, that bass is hot, boy. Roddy Rich featuring Gunna, brand new type beat, trap beat instrumental by, yeah, this beat was done by Swave, S-W-A-V Beats, and with a Z at the end of the beats, um, this beat is really good, I can, it, it, it's really, I, I could, I hope this becomes an actual song, yeah, oh, going crazy on this beat, bro, going crazy, yeah, I feel like I'm going lazy, so that bit don't play with me, so that bitch ain't lazy, so that bitch up made me, yeah, what you tryna make me do, I don't even understand, boy, you a gay boy, there's nothing wrong with that, I'm just speaking facts, nothing wrong with being gay, but I can't call you that, I hope you don't get offended, actually, I'm not even throwing insults, I'm just saying what I see, dog. so you cannot get mad at me, cause if you get mad at me for calling you gay, you know what that means, that means that you're homophobic, yep. If you get mad at me, if I call you gay, that means you homophobic Throw that bitch in the old shit, I'm not into old shit I'm always in the future, yeah, always new shit, uh Always new shit, uh Oh, going crazy, crazy, uh I'm going brazy, brazy, yeah Going brazy like I'm YG Tell that bitch she don't like me I can tell that bitch don't like me But I do not give a fuck, bitch, yeah I don't really care if you like me or not I really don't give a fuck, I just want you, yeah, almost said something very inappropriate, but I'm not gonna say it, I'm gonna bring down the violence and uh, misogyny on this rap, just cause that's how I be, I be thinking about all the other rap songs that I listen to, there's so much misogyny, homophobia, violence, glorifying of really bad shit And every single rap song that I listen to One time I was listening to a song by Lil Baby And then he started talking about how he wasn't gonna cheat on his girl That's when I was like, wait, that's how I know that rap's changed That's how I know that rap's lame Actually, rap is pretty cool now. Number one genre in the world. That's why I see why so many people wanna start rapping, including me. But I'm smart enough to see that that's not what I'm good at. I can do other stuff that is not necessarily rapping. You know what I mean? I can do other stuff. I can freestyle and sound tough, but without any of the expectations that come with being a professional. Being a professional. I am not a professional, nope. Alright, that's as far as I'll go with that instrumental. Hello everybody and welcome back to the number one entertainment and comedy podcast in the world. That's right, you're listening to that right now. It is Empty Opinions with Eladio Blanco. If you couldn't tell from the beginning of this episode, the new drop that I've been using, then I don't know what to tell you. You're just a dumb, a dumb person. Um, all right. Hell yeah. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me once again to this podcast. I really appreciate it if you're listening to this right now. Um, I love doing this podcast. I love talking about random shit. And for some reason, people listen to it. So thank you very much. Um, 
for this episode, I have a lot of stuff to talk about, um, and I'm debuting a new segment, everybody, so get excited for that, but actually, I want to start off the podcast with that segment, and that new segment is going to be called MMTV, which stands for Music, Movies, and TV, pretty much this segment is just literally just about me, um, just what I've been watching and listening to over the past week or since the last episode that I, that I've recorded. Um, and yeah, cause I consume a lot of content. I started this kind of last episode. I talked about change the rappers album or talked about how I wasn't going to talk about his album cause I was not going to listen to it. And the reviews just keep getting worse for that album. It's, it's, it's kind of rough actually. I feel bad for him a little bit, but that, and then also, uh, talked about last week or last episode about the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the new Tarantino movie, which I still love. And I'm actually going to talk about it again because that's how good it is. But um, yeah, so this is the new segment, music, movies and TV uh, for music. I want to talk about the new YBN Cordae album out of the three albums, the three big releases of this past week. So it was Chance the Rapper's album. There was Rich Brian's album, The Sailor. And then there was this album, this this YBN Corday album, uh, The Lost Boy. Those were the three biggest albums that were released, except for the DJ Snake for different reasons. But for rap specifically, I think those were the three biggest ones. Um, and I listened to two out of those three. Again, didn't listen to the Trash Chance the Rapper album. So I listened to um, Rich Brian's album, The Sailor, and The Lost Boy by YBN Corday. And after listening to to both of them, um, YB and Corday's album is just amazing. It's gotta be, it's, I'm sure, pretty sure that it's in my top five albums of this year. It's so good. I've lo- I love every single song and even skit. That's the thing about like certain albums that I know I love is if I like the skits. Cause a lot of albums have like, like interludes or skits that I'm just like, yep, that's a quick skip for me, dog. Like I don't even really play it all the way, but the whole uh, YBN Corday album was just great. I loved every single song in it. It's really, I don't know, for some reason, yeah, for some reason, I just loved every single song, even though some of those songs aren't as memorable as I'd like them to be. Like, I can go back, I can really listen to the entire album and, like, the entire thing. Like, it, it's, this is one of those projects that, like, it's good as an album. Like, as an album experience, listening to the whole thing one way through is very cohesive very good, very entertaining. I love the little transitions that happen between songs. It made it that much more cohesive, so I could definitely re-listen to that album. I'm pretty sure I wanted to re-listen to it as soon as the album was done. I'm pretty sure it was on on repeat um, because I liked it that much, and there were a couple of songs that I liked. Um, And just as a tease for how this episode is going to end, I'm going to play one of the, probably what my favorite song of that album as the closer for this episode so stay tuned for that but yeah that's for in terms of music that's what i was i've been listening to and that's a pretty great album the rich brian album was good too has like but as an album it's not i didn't like it that much like there were a couple a a good amount of songs that i didn't really like and some songs that were okay um they were good but i still didn't really they weren't songs i wanted to re-listen to right away uh there were there were a couple that were great like Sorry guys, that just had a stroke midway through this. No, the new Rapapapa song featuring RZA, which he isn't really a feature. It's just him doing an outro, just talking, just 
spoken word pretty much but that song i like the kids song i like the um there's there's other song the yellow song the the two singles i really like there's uh the slow down turbo the second half of the song i really like 100 degrees was very catchy so he has some good songs in there but it's just not as good as that white and corday album definitely one of my favorites of the year and i understand a lot of people saying that the white and corday album isn't really really like like they're listening to it and it's not really that deep it's kind of surface level in a way and i like surface level lyricism and i agree to a certain extent but it's just you know that's why music is so good it's so subjective like it's literally just if it sounds good to you if it's pleasurable to your ears you just keep listening to it and that's exactly how i felt uh with uh that album as as much you know as as vapid as some of the lyrics might be of that album i still really enjoyed it so i'm not um I'm not mad at I'm not bad I'm mad about that album. I'm not mad at the album or the people criticizing it cuz it's like I can see it both sides. That's for music what I've been listening to. Uh in terms of movies, um again, like I said, I'm going to talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again just because I've seen it. I've rewatched it a lot. That's one of the benefits of working at my job, working at the movie theater is that um I can do theater checks and see certain parts of the movie and enjoy it you know what i mean like just have fun and see the audience's reactions to certain parts of the movie it's really cool uh in 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 that way that's how i've re i've seen a lot of certain parts like i haven't seen the full movie like all the way through uh again but i've seen the same parts over and over again and it, just the more i think about it and the more you watch the more you realize how much of a masterwork that out the movie really is like for as long as people say it is. And now at this point, I'm even mad at people saying, "Oh, it feels so it feels so long." Actually, I'm not mad at people saying it feels so long. I'm mad at people saying, "Oh, it's too long." It's not too long. And the people saying that you can cut certain scenes out of it, there's not one scene I would cut. And that's coming from somebody who's seen most I've seen most scenes. Ooh, that's some bars right there. Seen most scenes and the scenes and scenes and scenes and scenes. Um <laughs> My jokes are stupid when it's, when I'm just me talking to myself. I don't I don't even see how this is um, entertaining at all. Like I could understand a conversation with somebody else, but just me talking, I don't think this is compelling. This is as compelling content. But people still listen to it, so there must be something about it. But uh, what I was what was I saying? Oh yeah, that every single scene in Once Upon a Time, it's great and it has a meaning and it foreshadows something or it details something or there's a purpose to it and that's what I really like about the movie. That's the more I think about it, the more I rewatch those certain scenes, the more I love it. Uh, it's definitely one of the best movies of the year, probably the second and third best made movie of the year by far. Uh, yeah, and anybody who doesn't like it is a heathen who is uncultured, who's who's a who's actually a very stupid person. Just kidding. If you did, if you didn't like the movie, doesn't mean you're stupid. Um, and in terms of TV, so that was music. That was one M. That was a second M. And now I'm going to the TV. And for TV, uh, I saw the first episode of uh, The Boys, the new Amazon show. That's about like a it's like a realistic take on what the world would look like if superheroes were real and how dark it could get and a lot of people have been hyping the shows like one of the best pilots at least the first episode one of the best pilots ever done the season like one of the best seasons of the first seasons of tv ever is very hyped right now 
And I've been excited for it since it was announced. Like, I've been excited since before there was even a trailer. Like, I just remember, like, looking at the shows coming out this year and seeing that Seth Rogen was making uh, a superhero show with Evan Goldberg, I think his name is. And I was like, oh, I'm in. On, on Amazon, I was like, The Boys, supposed to be rated R, superhero show, I'm in. And now everybody's talking about it. And ironically enough, for as long as I've known about this show, I still am only in the first episode when most people have you know, watch the entire eight episodes, the entire first season already. So I need to get caught up in that. I need to get caught up in Euphoria too, but I'm going to talk about that when it's done or maybe next episode when I see more episodes. That's an interesting show. Um, but yeah, that I saw that. Yeah. But the boys, I didn't say if it was good or not. Uh, I said, what other people, Oh, you hear that? The thunderstorm. That's one thing. It's raining like hell and it's really draining my spirit. I was already feeling kind of down just thinking about, Man, I don't even want to get into it again. I've been talking about my ex and relationship shit and love shit in every single episode I've released so far. And you know what? It's my podcast, so most likely I'm going to keep that trend until episode 500. (laughs) Who knows? But yeah, this rain and this thunderstorm is really draining my spirit. I'm glad I'm doing this podcast right now. I I didn't even know what else to do today. I was just like... I feel pointless. Like, I don't even know what to do. I don't even feel like watching anything or doing anything. So, doing this podcast is kind of lifting my spirits up a little bit as well, too. Um, But, yeah. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. I heard the thunder. Just wanted to let you guys know. It's a big thunderstorm as of the recording of this. And it's raining like hell. Um, And also, uh, here where I'm recording, it smells like a dog. And I don't have a dog. So that's kind of, you know, a little confusing. But anyways, going back to the boys, it's a pretty good show. Very violent, very violent. And, and also the special effects, beautiful. You can tell they put in some money into this show. And they probably know it's going to be one of, the, one of their hits. I think Amazon is doing a lot of good things right now to create some content, like to have content ready. Because I think they know they have to change their user interface. Um, But... They, uh, for some reason, haven't done it. Or maybe they're waiting. I personally, my theory is, I think, that I just came up with right now, is that they're probably building out their content, their original content, and then they're going to do a big, like, revamp of Amazon Prime Video, where a lot of people are going to be talking about it, and then it's going to be, like, its own thing, and people are going to be actually watching it. And then when that happens, that's when, like, most of their original, or a good amount of, of their original shows, like, um... uh, The Expanse, which they just bought, I'm sure they're going to try to get a lot of eyeballs into that show. They're going to have The Boys is going to be a big hit of theirs, I'm sure. The Lord of the Rings series, that's probably going to come out around the same time they do the whole redesign. I need to drink some soda. The the way I drink soda is really... It's really weird. And I only noticed it once uh, I re-saw a video... Uh, the latest episode of IGTV about IHOP burgers. If you haven't seen that episode, check it out on my Instagram. It's great. But that's when I was like, okay, <laughs> that's yeah. The way I drink it is very odd. I'm glad I don't have a camera on me right now because you guys can't see how weirdly I drink my soda, which I'm going to take another sip of in just a second. Hmm. Uh, refreshing soda's gonna kill me but what can i do um but yeah the boys is good you should watch it 
and that's that's uh that's my recommendation amazon prime video the boys all eight episodes are out now you can check it out wow that segment was very long mmtv was pretty much 15 minutes why well, just try to make that rhyme i don't know man i'm so sorry to anybody who's listening uh but yeah that was the I don't know if I'm going to start every episode with that segment of what are you watching or MMTV, uh, but I sure did today. So that's that. Now, moving on to the other actual topics that I had on my little trusty notebook right here. Um, let's start with this. Stop disrespecting Ben Simmons. A lot of people are slandering and dismissing and downright disrespecting Ben Simmons, the 6'10 point guard in the Philadelphia 76ers, and I just don't understand why. Ben Simmons is one of the best players in the league, for sure. And I don't understand and people, and I see why people are trying to, like, diminish his talent, just because he can't really, he doesn't, people are keep, you know, people make fun of him because he can't shoot, and he refuses to shoot anytime he gets a chance. It could be three, a mid-range, or even just any jump shot. He just doesn't take jump shots. Everything that he does is either passing or, uh, you know, good basketball IQ or just getting to the basket. But, um, yeah, people are disrespecting Ben Simmons and they need to stop. Listen, I understand he does need to get a jumper, but that, 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 that does not mean that he is a bad player. He's a great player. He's one of the best players in the NBA, for sure. He's a 6'10 point guard. You cannot disrespect a 16 point guard. I understand he can't shoot, and that's a dis- that's a, a disadvantage when playing in the playoffs. I get that, but you know that doesn't mean he's not good. That's just a fault. That if he fixes, he will be one of the best players for sure, like top three best players in the league. If he gets a jump shot, he's gonna be top three right now. He's maybe like top twenty or something. I don't know, but. Yeah, he uh he's been getting disrespected a lot, especially with those videos coming out of him practicing his jump shot. People have been have been talking about him too much in a bad way, and I do not like that. Um so I need y'all to stop talking shit about Ben Simmons. He's a great player and definitely better than anybody who is talking shit about him. Uh <laughs> and yeah, that's that. Oh also really quickly while saying the Ben Simmons topic. Um I'm not buying into as much as I want to. I'm not really buying into the hype of seeing those videos of him shooting uh, threes. You know what I mean? I'm really not. You know, I'm really not. I, I could not care less. And I don't like seeing those videos because you could see those videos at practice, but rarely does that mean any actual change. Hopefully, hopefully it does. But generally, that doesn't really matter if you're out here shooting jump shots at practice. What matters is the game. That's what I'm going to see if you've changed or not. Practice, you know, practice definitely makes perfect. Uh, why is that? A, practice makes perfect, right? That's a phrase. Practice makes perfect. It surely does, but it also, um, it's way easier to do it. everything you want at practice than it is to do it in real games. And sometimes practice could m- make perfect, but... Not for a long, long time, and not for a lot of practice, which um, I don't believe, or I just don't know what Ben Simmons is doing. So that's why I was just going to tell anybody who was watching those videos and getting hyped, don't get so hyped. That Just treat it as it really doesn't mean anything, because a lot of the times, those practice videos do not mean anything. And that's that on, I think that's all I want to talk about, at least for basketball for today. Moving on to the next topic. Um... 
looks don't really matter to girls, man. And I'm and I'm starting to realize that. I'm starting to notice that. I'm starting to piece that together. And I should have pieced that together way earlier than I did. But it really just hit me today when I was looking at a picture of Megan Thee Stallion hugging Moneybag Yale. And that guy is not attractive whatsoever. Uh, and Megan Thee Stallion is considered one of the hottest girls out right now. Uh, so it doesn't match. You know what I mean? It really doesn't match. It doesn't make sense to they're together. Except it does. And the reason why it does in the moment is going to start making sense to you. Is when you realize that looks don't matter to girls. And, and even girls need to realize this. Girls need to realize that looks don't matter to you either. If you're a woman listening to this right now, looks don't matter to you. I don't care if you're like, no, it does matter to me. No, it does not matter to you. I'm sorry. I'm just telling you that right now. It does not. What matters for any girl and this is just scientifically proven. I'm just making shit up. Actually, it's not. But I'm just saying it could be scientifically proven. It really just is about your confidence as a guy. If you're a very confident guy and just cool or f- fuck cool. If you're confident, because confident makes cool anyway. So I would just remove cool from it. If you're a confident guy, you can get any girl you want. And I'm starting to realize more and more, and it's pretty obvious that this is why Megan Thee Stallion is attracted to Moneybag Yo. And there's a difference between confidence and cocky, right? Like, people know that. Like, it gets to a point, let's say, with confidence that you have too much of it. Um, it, be, it turns into cockiness. Uh, but also, it turns into cockiness if you have confidence, but you keep failing to live up to your confidence. Or you're confident about something that you're not really good at. That's when I've noticed that, like, women don't like. But confidence and then just justified confidence, that's the hottest thing for any guy to have. And that's something that I per- for sure need to work on myself. Um, at least, especially when it comes to, like, asking girls out and shit and not taking um, and dealing with rejection well. Uh, definitely need to fix that. Definitely need to increase my confidence with when talking to or at least approaching random girls, right, to get their numbers or start talking to them or whatever. Um, yeah, that's just something I noticed and I think I'm right. I'm 100% right when I say that confidence is all that matter to these girls. Um, and you keep... Look, I, I mean, I don't... The only uh, the only example I really need is the Moneybag Yo and Megan Thee Stallion. But even Megan Thee Stallion's face is like, eh, so maybe, you know, maybe they are more... <laughs> good for each other than I think um, but the other example that's just unbeatable it's just Beyonce with Jay-Z Jay-Z it's not a handsome man and you could see it with his daughter I'm not going to say his daughter's ugly all I'm going to say is that his daughter looks exactly like him now I can call him ugly right I'm pretty sure but I can't call his daughter ugly because it's a daughter it's a little girl all I got to say is that his daughter looks exactly like Jay-Z but regardless Jay-Z, not a good-looking man, has arguably the hottest woman in the world of all time, Beyonce. That just lets me know it's really not about looks. That should have been told you. I think if anybody ever tells you different, just point them to that example. That's the prime example. There's nobody who can even argue with that. So, yeah, I just need to realize that. So, like, as much as, you know... I'm an okay-looking guy. Like, I'm not ugly, but I'm not, like, uh, like a gorgeous guy. I'm not, like, a super handsome guy. So, and I'm not ugly either. I'm just, like, in the middle, so I'm, like, average. But 
I need to realize it doesn't matter, man. All that matters is your confidence and how you handle yourself and how, yeah, just confident, how uh, justifiably confident you are. Um, that's really what these girls like. And that's just some life lessons, not only for me, because I'm going to listen to this again. So this is kind of like a journal for myself, like a spoken journal. But it's also 100% facts. Facts. I need like a facts sound, soundboard. I still don't have the clap soundboard, which I was going to download before this episode started. But now I forgot. So I'll do it after this. Hopefully I'll probably forget again by next episode. But whatever. Um, another topic I want to talk about. Uh, is that, oh, and this goes pretty much hand in hand with the, the look, how looks don't matter to girls. I got into this argument with my sister. She was saying that I could not date Zendaya. And I said, I could 100% date Zendaya. I don't see what, why I would not. I think my, my, uh, the only thing that maybe could stop me again, it's like I just said, confidence but in what I lack in confidence, I make up with humor, personality, being a nice gentleman, like treating girls with respect and shit, like all that together and also looking at least average. I don't see why I couldn't date Zendaya. Now, she's taller than me, so maybe she's not into short guys, but, you know, that's uh, that's just ridiculous. Tall girls should know. They, tall girls need to date shorter guys. That's just the, That's just the thing. That's that's the way to go, tall lady. If you're if you're a tall woman listening to the to this right now, then hey, if you're listening to this, you need to date shorter guys. Now I'm not gonna say I'm the perfect match for you or whatever, but I'm just saying, tall girls with short guys. That's um, that's how God wanted us to be. <laughs> I'm just saying anything at this point. But what I'm trying to say is, why couldn't I date Zendaya? Like, maybe, and look, maybe my confidence is there because I think I could date Zendaya. Maybe this is confidence. Maybe this is delusion. But I do think I could date somebody like Zendaya at least. Like, I think I could. I don't see why not. I really don't see why not. Like, guys need to stop thinking of being with girls as them being out of their leagues. And that's a very prevalent thing. In how guys think about certain things. And how guys think about dating girls. Like, at least guys who aren't confident. They're like, eh, she's out of my league, bro. She's so pretty and I'm like this. We can never work. No, bullshit. You don't know. You don't know. You Matter of fact, you do know. Think about it as if you do know that you could get somebody like Zendaya. I know I could. Hey, Zendaya, if you're listening to this, I think we'll make a great couple. Listen, I'm not Spider-Man, right? I'm not Tom Holland. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a six pack. Oh, mm, Jesus. Uh, let me drink something because I'm running out of, uh, uh, my mouth is getting drier and drier as I talk. Uh, as I was saying, Zendaya, if you're listening to this, I think we'll, we'll be, uh, listen, I'm not even going to, cause that sounds kind of creepy when guys do that too, like over the internet, like, yo, I, I, I would love to date this lady and this lady and this, like, no. Let me say this, Zendaya, if you're listening to this, I'm not saying we should hang a date if you, that you should be my girlfriend or whatever, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, if you get to know me, we will be great friends. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? Why would I even say that? <laughs> no, that's stupid. I don't even know how to approach this topic. I'm just going to say, listen, I'm not even going to talk to Zendaya directly. All I'm saying is that, I go 1,000% date Zendaya, and you cannot tell me different. 
I don't see why not. I really don't see why not. I think, I, I think she would see, uh, I'm a regular looking person. The only thing my sister brought up when I was talking to her about that, she was like, you're not successful and, or you're not at her level in terms of like her be you and her being peers. Like if you get to a point where you're such a, your podcast, let's say empty opinions with a lot Blanco becomes one of the hottest podcasts in the world. And you're at that level. Um, maybe you could talk to Zendaya. I'm sure you could have a chance, but right now you can't. And even I could see that, but also I'm like, yeah, but that's kind of vain, isn't it? That you, that she would want somebody who's at her level, like, you know, I don't know. And then she, my sister was also saying that if you're girls want to be with broke guys or guys that make less money than them, which I say, listen, ladies, if you want equality, it has to go both ways. If you want me to treat you like like an equal, you have to treat me like an equal as well, right? So just treat me like a regular person. Don't don't why why is it equality only when it's convenient for you? You want me to treat you like you're just a regular person, but then you want me to make more money than you. Which which one is? It? Please tell me which one is it cuz I, I I I I you can't have it both ways. Um but yeah, to end the Zendaya conversation, because I have one more topic to talk about, and then I'll wrap this this episode up. But here's what I'll end this uh, segment with: Zendaya, if you're listening to this, you are a beautiful woman. Um, we're around the same age. I think you're 21. I'm I'm about to turn 20 uh, in six months, five months. Um, and I just got to say that um, it will make a great couple. I think you would enjoy my personality as much as I would like yours. You can sing. I love people who sing. You can dance. I love people who can dance. I love people seeing dancing. Actually, no, I don't. <laughs> That's a lie. I've never seen someone. I've never enjoyed. Actually, I do. I like, like the Jabberwockies. Whatever. I'm getting off topic. All I got to say is that a guy like me, I just went on to like five-minute segment just talking about how I could date Zendaya. This episode, this podcast is amazing, man. This can go from Ben Simmons shooting shooting three pointers to me dating Zendaya, which could totally happen. Which both, funny enough, both of those things, very slim chances of it actually happening. Um, but I'll just cap that segment with like Zendaya. Let's talk. DM me. Um, I'm 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 available. I don't really have much going on right now. Um, and that's that's that on that's that on that. And now the last topic I want to talk about really quickly before I end this podcast um, it's talking about how I've noticed a lot of hate towards Marvel movies uh, superhero movies in general but Marvel is dominating the superhero movie genre right now so I'll focus more uh, specifically on Marvel people seem to think that Marvel has ruined movies and I could not disagree with that more because if you think about it there's always or here's here's what it comes down to Here's what it comes down to. There's always been blockbusters, right? Right? Like, that's a fact. There's always been blockbusters. And as of recent years, we have some real shitty blockbusters. We had The Meg. We've had Skyscraper. We've had, uh, what is the, we had Dark Phoenix this year. We had, uh, Shaft, which wasn't that bad, but still. Like, if you think about, like, the modern blockbusters, they're really bad. So, and then you look at the Marvel movies. As basic and formulaic as they are, they're still fun to watch. 
they're still enjoyable. So that's one thing that people need to stop criticizing Marvel movies for. It's not original. It's not this. It's not that. It's a, it's a corporation with. The, listen, they're enjoyable. Oh Jesus Christ! I just hit my hand on this arm mic. Um, what I was saying? Yes, these movies are enjoyable, right? And that's the most I can hope for a blockbuster movie, right? So the fact that Marvel's doing this, come on. There's nothing wrong with that. Let's just keep it at that. But in a further, in a bigger sense, the film industry is making billions of billions of dollars a year. Just this year, Disney has done like $9 billion in their movies. This is a big industry. And the reason why movies right now are much more different than they were like the 50s and 60s and 70s is because it wasn't as big of an industry as it is now. It is a multi-billion dollar industry. It might be fucking trillions for all I know. Um, what was it in the 50s? Like a $100,000 industry maybe at best? It wasn't a lot of expensive movies or at least movies weren't making as much as they're making now. So of course corporations are going to get in it and kind of you know, and of course, creative vision is going to get lost a little bit and maybe like autorish movies or like movies like indie movies or like uh, experimental films or like artistic films are going to start to die out a little bit. It's because it's such a big franchise, it's such a big um, industry that when you get that much money involved in anything, it doesn't matter what it is, the music industry, the movie industry, the, the, the video game industry, if it keeps, whenever industry gets really, really, it starts grossing a lot, it starts grossing a lot of money, it's not going to stay the same. It's too much, like, who would, like, think about this. This is not, like, the movies, like, people say, we want, like, 50 and $100 million original ideas. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Because you just think people are just going to give out $100 million for original ideas that most likely will not make their money back. So you're just pretty much telling studios, hey, studios, don't worry about your money. Just spend it for our entertainment. And don't and don't think about the fact that you could lose that and then many people could lose their jobs and corporations can crash and burn because they're making they're spending a lot of movie on original movies that they're spending a lot of money on original movies that are making a lot of money just do that hollywood why are you being so greedy and wanting to make money like that's such a childish take on movies like the fact that it was like greedy corporations are making movies and they're soulless and this and that yes that's because there's so much money in this industry they're gonna do that and you should that's just common sense that they will want to make their money back on any kind of movie. Sometimes the movies are mad or bad. Sometimes the movies are good. Uh, just take the good and ignore the bad because that's what's going to keep happening. As long as this industry keeps growing and, and how much money it's making, it's going to keep being the same type of movie. So you're going to have to get over that pretty soon. Oof, that was a that was a spirited uh, segment. I'm like sweating right now. And not necessarily because of that, just because of how warm it is here where I'm recording in my basement. Uh, but yeah, that's it for this episode. I'm not going to do like an ending segment of the SDFU segment. I need to workshop that one a little bit more so that it's less like random because I would just that SDFU segment where I would just look at Instagram stories and find dumb quotes that it was great when I would see some, but then sometimes I would just find dumb ones that aren't even really that bad, but I just had to 
find one. I was scrolling for like a full minute and not finding anything. So uh, that's uh, that's that. Man, I have a headache now. I'm sweating. But I did this episode, and that's what matters. Now, to end each episode, like I mentioned earlier, I play one of my favorite songs of the last couple of days, or at least since the last episode. One of my favorite, since I talked about them already, how I love this album, the song by YBN Corday, um, or his album, The Lost Boy, is amazing. And he has a song in there with Anderson Pack called RMP. You'll find out what that acronym stands for, but I'm going to play the song right now. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode in particular. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. All niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing in me. Ooh, now one of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing in me. Okay, put your fucking hands up. This the fucking anthem. Smiling cause I'm young, rich, black, and I'm handsome. Not to mention wealthy. Ass on the healthy. Young millionaire. What the fuck can you tell me? Smell me. Nigga, that's Chanel Cologne. I'm in Europe with the tourists with no sell your phone. Like, ooh, sound like rich nigga problems. I hit a bad bitch with a fist full of condoms. In the randomness of risky menages. Like, get the head right, she can get what she want. If it's fits, then flaunt it. My trip like a faucet. She told me she was pregnant. I ain't even take the motherfucking dick out my pocket yet. The opposite. She want me to fly her, so I cop the jet. Must be thinking I'm a one way ticket on a runway. Dripping in my feng shui, sipping on a Sunday. One of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing to Ooh, now one of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing to me. I bought a Montclair coat for the times we're broke. I'm a wed in the summer on LeBron James boat. Front row, dub bro. We don't sit on those bleeds. Ain't your pockets obese? They won't fit in those seats. Ain't we like a co-team? Nigga Shaq and Kobe. Like back in 03. I was only like six. I was like 16. But I can give a 16. I can make a bitch scream. That's a bit extreme. I got a thick ball, bitch. I call her Miss Clean. My trip frosty like Halls and Listerine. And we are all stars. You hardly six streams. Yeah, I had to ball hard to harvest these dreams. Swear to God. Me too. No Harvey Weinstein. The coupe was lime green. My wrist was blinding. We party in South Beach for Robbie's and blue cheese. Fuck does that even Nigga, mean? Just let the hook sing. One of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing. Ooh, now one of y'all niggas gonna be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches gonna be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down the bus at the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing on me. Thank mm-hmm. you.